I am Jen Wilson, author and body, mind and soul coach. Welcome to the I Am podcast, where we explore who you are. Hello, it is Jen from the I Am Jen Wilson podcast. Today's guest is Kat from You're All Right Instagram page. I've been following Kat's Instagram page for quite some time now, maybe almost a year. I think her, she's just over a year old on Instagram. Um, my good friend Laura from the Glasgow Girls Club, who's been on the podcast a few times, was the person that introduced me to it. Her, her um, Instagram feed is amazing. It's so inspiring. It's honest. There's good banter. It makes... It spins a humorous point on to what could be quite a gloomy subject. Kat shares bits of her story, she shares bits of her experience in this podcast. We talk about everything from grief, mental health, experience during the COVID lockdown, what we want from life, how we're how to make the most of situations, how we use humour for things, and man, we just have a good old natter. So I hope you enjoy the podcast. As always, please subscribe, like, comment, share, do all that sort of stuff to help get the podcast out more to other people. I'm continuing on with no sponsors so that there is nobody to answer to so that you're not listening to me talk shit about products. Um, or anything like that, I want to keep it as fresh as possible. You can always go over and subscribe on Patreon so that you're given a little bit of financial support if that is something that you feel like you want to do because you're enjoying and loving the content. Otherwise, it is free. It is going to stay ad-free. Anyway, listen to this conversation with Kat. Like it, love it, share it. And... Enjoy.
You're there. Ah, hello. Hi. I wasn't sure. Um, you know how Zoom have put these new settings on that you need passwords and that the person's going to go into the waiting room. And I'm like, I don't know how to find somebody in a waiting room <laughs> to let them in. Oh no, what is? How is this going to work? And I'm frantically scrolling through things there, just trying to find. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know how anything works. I was like that, just like, mm, see this. I mean, if press buttons, that... cross your fingers. <laughs> I don't have a clue. I'm like, right, it looks like this is the button. I'll press it. But... Yeah, we've all become um, like tech geniuses over the last few weeks. Those of us that have had to take business online because I'm like, I know how like I've been in Zoom. Like I do Zoom like this quite a lot because this is how I record all my podcasts. Mm-hmm. But for doing it for a group and for teaching online, and I had messaged one of my friends as a, a coach as well, and I had messaged her. And, She'd come to my Pilates class yesterday and I messaged her, I'm like, look, can you give me any feedback? Because I don't know if what I, I feel like all I'm doing is just talking constantly because I'm trying to give people as much information as I can so that they get what it is that they're trying to do. But I wouldn't teach like that if I was teaching in a class. Like I would direct them and then I'd be able to watch them all and then help people right. with directions uh-huh. rather than just like it's almost like a drill sergeant. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's so difficult, it's so difficult. <laughs> But it's all a learning curve. I know, it is massively. I did like a couple of Zoom workout things um, recently. I'm planning yeah. doing more, but I felt like such a lemon because I was like, I know that they can see me and I can see them, but I just felt so daft. I was like, and then I thought, oh, I don't know, you just, it's weird, on it? Because if you're yeah. used to it, it's maybe slightly different, but this is so new to me. I'm like, oh. I think... I feel more self-conscious when I'm doing it through video than I am if I'm in a room with with a group of people. Uh, uh, Definitely. You can can see and feel other people's energies. 
where mm-hmm. you can't see and feel the air. Like I can see some of my clients just depending on what angle they've set their iPods mm-hmm. or whatever up. So I might be seeing their ceiling or I might be seeing their feet <laughs> or their belly or something like that. So I'm not properly seeing them. But you just you come up at the end of the call and they're like, oh my God, I love that. I needed that so much. And it's so nice to hear that. It's like, right, I'm just bringing a little bit of normality into what is a really unusual time. No, it is. It's mad. It's totally mad. Has this? How has this affected your like your work and stuff like that? Uh, well, I'm not working at the minute. Like we're in isolation as well, so or quarantine, whatever, whatever we're doing. <laughs> um, so just doing like working from home, like what you can do, and then um, just like everybody else, try to fill that time with other things, like the online workouts or like getting a chance to do stuff like for you're all right and all that kind of thing like yeah just reading <laughs> binging on netflix like a combination of stuff like you think you don't have time for and it's what well, funny because you still think you don't have time for it when you've got absolutely nothing else in your schedule and you're like oh, i don't uh-huh. know don't know if I'll manage that today and then you're like aye you will <laughs> as you hit next episode so you're like I really should read that book next episode <laughs> I know oh, I definitely did oh, I dropped you <laughs> okay, I think I can have you back why is that sloppy there I'll need to put something in front of you there's my phone and that should be us okay. um, I know, that was me, little Tiger King at the start of the week. The start of the week? This is the start of the week. Maybe that was last week. I don't bloody know. <laughs> yeah, I think I watched that last weekend. Oh. I think it might have been the weekend that I watched. I can't remember. Because like that, it's like, how long have I been? How long have I been so, like, doing this for? Because Chris yeah. had to fill out, um, he's having to apply for universal credit my partner because he's a massage therapist so he can't work at all just now so he was filling out the form for universal universal credit and it was asking like when was the last working and we we're having to scroll through social media to find the post that put out saying that they were closing because they're like I have no idea. Aye, uh-huh. time just runs away with you you're like I'm a good one for always going like see the other day but the other day is actually like three months ago when people be like I can't, that was a long time ago and I go <laughs> So when you're in this, I'm like, the other day, I don't know, last year, like, oh, I get absolutely no concept of what's going on. I know. And I think my days are flying in. Like, mm. I'm like, one minute I'm lying on the floor doing my meditation and the next I'm like, all oh, right, I need to go to bed now. Like, where did that day just go? Like, what have I done? <laughs> Some days I feel like I've been super productive and done tons and tons of stuff. And then this week I'm like, oh, I can't fucked. So I'll teach mm-hmm. my classes. And then I'll just sit and watch something. I watched Hustlers again yesterday. Oh, the Jennifer Lopez that. film. Right. I watched that again yesterday. And I've been cooking today. So I'm making a lentil dal and spicy chickpeas. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds food. nice. That sounds good. Oh. <laughs> that's it though. Like, people are beating themselves up. You see a lot of that in social media. Like that. I've not been that productive. Or you've got the opposite. People, I think, that are just that anxious that they're filling absolutely every single second of the day. And you're like that. I don't know. I just take comfort when you see the posts. Like, Matt Haig's a good one for putting them out and all that. Like, it doesn't matter if you've not done anything or you've done everything. Like, like it's just yeah. however you feel that day. Like, I think that's good. Like, I've definitely needed some of that because you could easily fall into the traps if you follow or if you're always looking at people that are always in the go and they're, you know, they're baking bread while they're teaching a lesson and they're doing this, that, and the next thing and you're like that, sitting there in your jammies just eating 
eating shite. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I'm a mess. Like, I can't really do things. And then you're like, actually, it's all right to feel like you're a mess. So it's quite I good. Know. It's quite it's a balance. It is definitely giving yourself permission to be at either end of the scale or mm -hmm. anywhere in between and know that that will change. Because like last week I was super productive. The week before I had been really productive, but I had ended up, I was doing stuff seven days. And by the end of the week, I was absolutely shattered. I was like, right, I need definitely have my days off. Mm -hmm. So then the three days that I was working, I was like from eight o'clock in the morning until eight o'clock at night, like forgetting to have anything to eat. I'm like, no, this is this is not good. And then this week, I'm like that. I'm just like, mm, no, nah, I can't really bother. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. That's it. Like, we don't know. So we're just like that. That's what it is. Like, every day is just what it's going to be. Like, and that's it. I know. I know. So you're... A good way to probably start is for you to properly introduce yourself. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I'm rubbish at so, Your name's Kat. <laughs> My name's Kat. I, I know you through your Instagram page, which is You're All Right. Mm -hmm. um, brilliant page. And it was Laura McGuinness, who's been on the podcast a few times, who I see you're drinking out of one of the Glasgow Girls <laughs> Club mugs right now. Um, <laughs> Brandon. Um, totally unplanned. <laughs> and then we met, like, really briefly at Penny's clothing launch for Lost Clothing. I messaged her today to ask her if she wants to come on the podcast as well. So I'm just like, I need to use this time where people are at home looking for stuff to do to catch uh -huh. people and go, fancy a chat <laughs> more connection with folk so mm -hmm. we met then so why not tell us what is your all right page all about um it's funny because somebody asked that like uh, quite recently um and i was like i don't know like when it first started it was at the end of it was at the end of 2018 probably the december when i first started it so to me it's still fairly new which i know that's like just over a year or whatever that's passed but it still feels quite new um but initially it was just it was a space that i could just like put out stuff i could be creative and i could kind of chat shit a wee bit and i was having such a good time so i was like maybe if i put that stuff out there somebody else will feel the same or and i'll get comfort for like maybe talking to them or they'll get comfort for realizing that there there's other people like them that kind of thing yeah. So it started like that, um, and I think for me, like it still very much is that, like, oh, that's still a massive uh, element to it, but yeah. it did kind of grow arms and legs a wee bit just because social media, like people like collaborate and work with each other and it's brilliant. Like <laughs> <laughs> hey, wee things like that had happened where people were like, "Oh, do you want to do this? Do you want to do that?" So you kind of a link up with other people and other things have have come from it as well. But the message is still always the same, really. I think it's just it's mental health awareness. Um, with a bit of banter because any time that I've struggled with my mental health, it's humour that's got me through, probably, or it's been yeah. able to. And that sounds easier than what it is for a lot of people that are in like a proper dark place that are really really struggling probably but I think sometimes if you can see even just a tiny wee bit of humour in something in the worst situation or there's a lightness there whatever it is yeah. have it because sometimes that's what will pull you through a wee bit like get you back yeah. on track yeah mm -hmm. I totally agree with that because I mean I've, I've went to speak to somebody 
recently about getting some some counselling and they were dead serious mm. and everything about it was there was almost like too much sympathy mm-hmm. if that makes sense it's like I need somebody that's got a higher energy that's going to make me come out of there feeling uplifted not that's yeah. going to make me talk about everything that I feel shite about so mm-hmm. that I come out still feeling shite about it mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so I, for me definitely having a bit of humour to get you through those tough mm-hmm. times is definitely massively, massively important. Um, serious shit does happen, but if we take everything in life so seriously. Mm-hmm. I know. Like, I've told people this before. Like, um, I was 22 when my dad passed away and we uh, had his funeral and stuff like that. And then afterwards, we went to the pub, as you do, for your steak pie or whatever. Um, and we were there and so obviously it's a really sad day and everybody is proper sad you know and we're all sharing stories and you're kind of a just you're zoned out anyhow you're there in body but you're just not there in mind but it was Halloween when he passed so in the, the bar that we were in they had all these Halloween decorations up right so it was like RIP gravestones and skeletons and I didn't think when computer I didn't think and yeah. as people were drinking and whatever I remember like my best pal was at to me can I just say, I think it's disgraceful the way they've decorated this place, right? And I'm still at that time. Well, I don't even know. And she's like, I mean, fair enough, it's a funeral. But that's just, that's just, I mean, this is terrible taste. They've put up skeletons, they've put up grave scones. I didn't even know you could get decorations for funerals. And I just burst out laughing. I was like, oh, <laughs> And then she's like, oh my God. She's like, I totally forgot about it because yeah, but it was happening. And then everybody just fell a bit laughing and I thought to myself, God, we needed that because it was so tense and it was just, you know, nobody knows what the right thing to say is in these situations. And there's her, her arse is making buttons because she's like, I, I can't believe they decorated this place for your dad's funeral. <laughs> That's just made me think I'm going to add that to my, my instructions for my funeral. Like, if there's a wake, you've got to decorate the place with Halloween type right. stuff just to look like that to lighten the mood. And I think... I think most people, if you thought about how you wanted your funeral to be, I okay, people are going to be sad, blah, blah, blah. But life is to be celebrated. So mm-hmm. find some joy out of the experiences that you've had together uh-huh. so that it helps you get through. Because it is the happy memories about people that do help mm-hmm. you through these situations, for sure. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. Like... I never, if I think of my dad in particular, right, like I never think of like all the serious stuff very, very briefly. It's usually all the daft stuff that you get involved in or stupid stuff that happens to him or I don't know, you just get a ridiculous memory that just makes you fall a bit laughing like that kind of thing I think is what's there because I don't know, maybe that's more about their personality then I suppose you remember the traits and he was always like daft and funny and that kind of thing so maybe that's what sticks there I don't know but I you tend to I tend to like rely on that a lot of the times um because grief I think you know I don't know like people if they've never been through it or experienced it might think that there comes a point where you just stop grieving because like x amount of time has passed but the reality is like you don't like you learn to cope with it and um you get used to it, which sounds really sad, but you do, you get used to it. But the grieving, I don't think, ever really goes away because I found myself, even in the moments where I'm like, I look like a lunatic, I'll be laughing about a memory, 
and it's all these years later and I'm like oh he was so daft and two seconds later I'm like, and then you're like, oh, again. And you're like I've just went full cycle <laughs> but um but I I think leaning towards any positive that you can find and for me it's usually humor um is what helps mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. definitely so you you mean you post every single day do you wake up in the morning and think of that what is you going to talk about in the mo- like just before you post it or are you like one of these people that manages to forward plan things god no like uh, i've said this to people before as well like people that take instagram seriously like the proper schedule and plan and all that must hate me because i've been to events before where people have asked me these questions and they're looking for like specific in-depth answers and i just don't have it i'm just like that i don't know what to tell you like because it's because like there's the the kind of image aspect of it or whatever or like creating an image or like doodling whatever it is like I tend to just have lots of them because that's a that was a pastime or like a hobby for me as well like just sitting like messing about whatever so I have lots of them and at the time sometimes when I think of something like that or I think I'll draw that or we'll make this whatever um I've got an idea of what I might write about them but I don't like record it anywhere and that's maybe just at the time so sometimes when I come to using it which is like just randomly if I get up in the morning and I'm scrolling through my wee or eight folder and I think right, what will I post today it is like how am I feeling this morning or what's happened recently or what could I like that to um that's real that's honest and yeah. that there's a picture that kind of matches it or goes with it in some way um unless it's something specific like you know when world uh, mental health day is coming up or like um world cancer day or something like that like so i'll try and make a conscious effort then like i'll plan for that when that's coming up but everything else is just kind of if people have been messaging me sometimes it's weird you get like an influx of messages for people and sometimes there's themes and patterns there like a wee while ago it seemed to be i don't know if it was the end of january or in february maybe but people that were messaging me just to talk and like reach out and that kind of thing it tended to be about relationships like everybody was splitting up and breaking up and moving on and all this stuff and I thought to myself god I don't know if that's just January right or disappointed in those crap Christmas presents (laughs) 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 I wonder if they're like man I wish I still had my buddy or I'm quite glad I don't but um I, it was so like that, like that'll make me think then. I think to myself, people maybe need that. Maybe they need you to talk about relationships or whatever it is. So sometimes I'll scroll through and I'll see if I've got anything that I did that I could maybe talk about that'll link. But nine times out of ten, it is just a case I get up in the morning and I go through my phone and I think, what will the day's post be, really? Yeah. Um, sometimes it's absolute nonsense. <laughs> To me, usually it's always like that because you never really take yourself seriously. You, you, well, I don't like. I'll read it, I post it, and then I think, oh God, sake. And then maybe it's later, like people have actually found it useful or something. So you yeah. think, okay, I'm at peace with myself a wee bit then because somebody <laughs> felt comfort there. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? You ever wake up and go, Fuck, I don't know what I'm going to say today. Like I have nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I like definitely. Um, <laughs> I don't know, I'm trying to think of the last time that happened or something that I've done specifically. Like, I don't know. I probably wrote something as a caption just being like, I don't know, 
whatever that says and used a wee emoji or something like that. I've probably done something like that um, if I felt like it was speaking for itself kind of thing. But I definitely, like, um, but I always say, because I was speaking to somebody before um, and they were talking about how you like posting every day and engagement and all that kind of thing and they were like do you feel you need to because do you think if you don't like people will like will lose interest or whatever and I'm like I have never really thought about it like that I just know that if there comes a day where I'm absolutely like that I'm not posting the day because I think once or twice that has happened and it's yeah. funny because people have went like I don't know what's up with Instagram today but I couldn't find your post and I'm like I've posted this one <laughs> But um, I think if you have days like that and you don't feel like posting, I know that I won't like in the moments, or I don't think people should because why force it? Like if it's if you don't feel it, it's just not there, and you just don't want to do it. Like just don't like. And I think I'm quite lucky because I've had that. I don't know. Like I say, maybe a couple of times, but most of the time. I get up and I think I'll put something out there, whatever it is. So it's yeah. kind of been like that. It's good. It's, I used to write a daily email. Like I used to send an email like seven days a week to my email list. And I did that for three years solid. Oh my God. That's how And then I went, oh, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And that was just when I got sick um, in 2017. I was like, can't do this and I sent an email out to my email list and like I know I've been emailing you daily with like we and it was kind of similar to the stuff that you you were posting where my head is at what other people had been speaking to me about like just trying to help people through life and I was like I'm really not well I need to take some time for myself I'll be back in touch and I think it was about six months or a year later before I sent another another mm-hmm. post out and I've never gone back to doing daily I've only mm-hmm. gone back to doing weekly and even at that when it's weekly I'm like let me go talk to him about this <laughs> <laughs> it's like, surely something must be useful <laughs> no I know like that is it's you probably put a lot of pressure in yourself doing that as well because you've done it for you've done it for that length of time that you probably really took it sound maybe it's mad I don't know maybe it took you to get sick to realize that you couldn't keep that up like you know because I wasn't taking my own advice mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like I was going out there telling people nurture yourself look after yourself take time for yourself and then I wasn't doing it right. exactly <laughs> I know you're looking like, at it don't you and you're like oh, for god's sake <laughs> the universe comes along with its big bat and swipes your legs away from you you're like I promise I'll listen I promise I'll <laughs> <laughs> I know that's what happens definitely <sighs> so do you have any kind of like day routines like do you have a morning routine evening routine anything that you do that helps look after yourself um it's something that in the last probably six months or a year like I've been conscious of like I never used to like and I don't even know if it's a routine as such like um but when I get up in the morning I'll like I'll have a cup of tea which it just sets me up for the day, so I'm like, I need a cup of tea when I get up. Hi, <laughs> get you started. Um, and then since like you're already, right, I suppose if in terms of routine, the routine is being posted in the morning before you go to work, that kind of a thing. But I don't purposely do that. Like I don't need to do that. I suppose that's just what kind of a habit. What's happened. Yeah. Um, but it's something that I've been thinking about because like. I've been listening to like a lot of podcasts or like following a lot of people and stuff where they get up um, and even like the Neddy scientist like Mark Laurie like 
yeah. talking about getting up before he does whatever his job is, right? And having that time where he works out, he gets fresh air, he goes for a walk, blah, blah, blah. All these things that he does before his day officially starts, if you like. Yeah. I have been thinking about that for a long time. My problem there is I'm a terrible procrastinator, so I've spent far too long thinking about what my routine could look like <laughs> and hasn't actually put anything in place because I'm like, maybe I'll get up and I'll start yoga, maybe I'll get up and I'll do this, and it's like maybe you just stop thinking about it and you do something. So it's definitely on my list, and I think like where's being in isolation and stuff like that, and you don't have anything else other than your thoughts, to just constantly keep ticking over. And like that, right, when we, well, no way, and I'm trying to put some things in place now, but when you're back to your 95 and life's normal again and you're trying to fit everything in, I think I will need to be mindful of what a routine looks like so that you can keep up with all the commitments that you have because if anything, I suppose it depends how you look at it, but like a positive of this is it's like we've all been walking about juggling for our yeah. whole lives and then somebody's yeah. just grabbed all the balls away for you and you're like that oh my god and it's a it's confusing and you don't really know where to be at but at the same time it's an absolute relief because it's things yeah. like you looking at your cat I was looking at my calendar uh, the other day and I'm like well all the things that were on there you can't go to because obviously we can't be um, near people and stuff like that um, and in some ways you're kind of like that <sighs> Like, because as much as you want to go and you want to see the people and all that, it was trying to fit in things like birthday parties or events and going here and going there and doing this and doing that. And you just keep going and keep going and keep going and keep going until all of a sudden we've all been hit with this brick wall that's like, no, none of you are doing anything. So then you're like, all right, well, when we get back to this, we should think about all the things that we want to do rather than feeling obliged to do all the things you think you have to do and it's usually to please other people and I'm I'm, a, I'm 50-50 I'm either fuck it I'm going to do what I want to do or I'm like a total people pleaser so okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm either like no this is my thing or I'm like no I'll do whatever you want to do um, I have to quite get the balance right there so yeah maybe coming back for this and having some kind of routine and being mindful like I'll be able to manage that better I'm hoping <laughs> yeah I think that's really important because we have and I, I think everybody even people that are good at saying no to things you still say yes to more things than you probably should mm-hmm. because even as much like I know lots of people that are I'm really good at saying no and I'm really good at saying no to things now but I'll still then do other things that I say yes to that I'm like I don't really want to do this but I feel like I should and it's it's totally this reset and I think that for all of us we really need to just go what was important of all those things that I did who were the important people that I I really want to see again because there are loads of people that you maybe prioritize over other people because they shout louder and you know that they are going to kick off more if you don't Mm -hmm. see them versus Mm -hmm. the people that you actually really want to see it's like you can now reshuffle your your priorities of everything Uh of what do you want to do how do you want your day to look like has your working life actually been meeting the needs that you wanted it to meet i I know somebody who absolutely despises their job but Mm -hmm. they get paid very well for what it is that they do and they use the money to have a lifestyle mm-hmm. they now can't have that lifestyle because they're stuck at 
they're stuck at home and they're just like fucking hate my job I really hate it and it's like was the light is the lifestyle worth it? Is it worth it because uh-huh. that that can eat that lifestyle has so easily been taken away from you, but you yeah. still have to do the work. So it's then how can you reassess that to then bring in what's Im- what's important? Aye, so true. I think it'll be good, like like you say, for a lot of people, myself included. Just exactly what you said there. Reevaluate and just work out what's important, like what you actually want to do. Because I've had a lot of conversations with people as well and it's like the same sort of a thing. Like They're just fed up, like constantly socialising. Um, they feel like they have to go out every weekend and they have to go to all the parties and they have to be at all the events and whatever and they're like, you can't do it. And they're just loving it, like to be able to just be themselves and do what they want to do and not feel guilty for saying no. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause that's a massive part of it, isn't it? Guilt, fucking guilt. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. it eats away at us. Yeah, guilt and shame swamp us, and understanding that they are things, and that they they have to be let go of because they do eat you up from the inside. Right, my partner's just walked in the room there, and he's like looking at me, looking <laughs> at me, and then sniffing because he can smell the the chickpeas cooking. Like, <laughs> What do you think your biggest lesson is that you'll take out of this, of what you've learned so far? Um, God. But I'm alright on my own, probably. Um, I'm like, um, I've always been like a total introvert and stuff like that anyhow right like I've got a lot better over the years but I suppose when I was younger that wasn't so much a choice like because I would have anxiety and stuff like that and different things going on so I would rather just be away because I'd feel better but then when you get like I've dealt oh so you still work through things but I've dealt with that a lot so like I can cope with all the kind of things now um, and I have done for many years, like particularly you become an adult and all that stuff, things just changed and it was better. But um, so then you like take yourself away from situations. Um, but I think for me, like I was in like a long term relationship, and then I'm like, when you come out of something like that, like for like them, them like the last couple of years or whatever, obviously when you come out of a relationship and stuff you feel sad, you feel lost, you feel guilty, you feel lost, you feel everything. It's a total ball of different emotions. Um, and I think like sometimes when you've got access to absolutely everything else, it's just a massive distraction. So yeah. in a situation like this, although I've came to terms with that relationship and, I'm, and I've moved on and all that kind of a thing, it makes me wonder if that happened then when I was going through that, how I would have dealt with it because now I realise that when you're on your own, like, like I'm all right. I'll be fine. I don't need all the distractions. Like, I yeah. want to feel whatever I'm feeling. And even yeah. if that's really, really shit, I want to feel it because then I'll be able to process it and just move on for it. Whereas sometimes I think the distraction in life, whether it's a breakup or a job loss or, I don't know, you've got financial troubles, whatever it is, like, it's all the other outside things that are, like, massively... The distractions and the distractions in a good way because they help you keep go- keep on keep going on. Yeah. But 
their distractions in a bad way as well because they just mask like maybe what you're actually feeling yeah so a lot of people will get to like a crisis point where it's just like enough is enough and maybe they'll just have a breakdown and then it feels like absolutely everything is against them whereas if you'd allowed yourself to just feel whatever you were feeling with that one thing you would have probably dealt with it a lot better I yeah. think so. Yeah. Totally. I remember when me and my husband split up, we split up in the October. And then in the May, I decided that I was going to do a, a detox. Mm-hmm. So everything had gone sugar, beet, alcohol, party, and you name it, it had gone from my life. And about two weeks into that, I was sitting under my kitchen table, bawling my eyes out, going, I don't know why I'm crying. I don't know why I'm, I don't know what's wrong with me. And it's only obviously now in hindsight that you can go, I had attached so many distractions mm-hmm. to, I'm absolutely fine about this. Is the, the way we split up, he wanted to go back and live in Australia. I wanted to live here. Wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. It was totally amicable the way we split up. And I think part of, the amicableness of it. I don't even think that's a real word. Um, <laughs> but that almost didn't let me or give me permission to be sad or angry or any of those emotions. Mm-hmm. It was like, I'm not allowed to feel them because this is what makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I buried it, buried it deep. And then when I took away all my little crutches, completely mm-hmm. fell apart. And it's mm-hmm. like, fuck, I need to deal with this. So <laughs> I then had to reach out and go for, I went for NLP coaching and, dealt with it that way and I was like oh right okay emotions you're meant uh-huh. to deal with these <laughs> proper way I think this is a proper west of Scotland thing that mm-hmm. we don't deal with emotions it's like just have a cup of tea have a pint have a vodka you'll be fine mm-hmm. everything will be fine there's no nurturing of emotions and even in the, this last year I lost my gran last year and I was like I'm in a, I'm in a good space I've I've not had a drink I've been totally sober since 20, September 2014 I felt like I was in a really good emotional resilient place where I could deal with emotions of grief mm-hmm. so when my grand passed away I was like right it's fine I'm just going to face it I'm just going to deal with it I didn't realize that I had 30 years worth of grief from when my right. aunt died way back in 1990 mm-hmm. all of that all bubbled up at the one time and I suddenly went I don't even know what grief is. How am I supposed to be able to deal with it? And I totally fell apart, which then triggered a flare. So 2019, I was back on all my medications, back in the hospital every eight weeks, like just horrifically unwell from it. And it's mm-hmm. like, shit, we should have been dealing with these emotions all the time. And it's, a com- it's conversations that we need to have with people of feel the emotions because I've, I've been go- I had been going to the Buddhist centre they did a talk on how to become the person you want to be or mm-hmm. something like that. And basically what they were saying is, you've got emotions, they come and go like weather. Let them come, let them go. And I was like, oh, that's genius. <laughs> <laughs> what a simple way to think about it that makes sense oh. though. Like, oh. uh-huh. I was just like, that is amazing. I'm like 41 and I'm only just <laughs> getting this now. <laughs> I know, I know, it's, it's crazy. I love things like that though, I mean, nuggets of information that stick with you or they sit with you there and you're just like, ah, whoa, like, you just blew my mind. Like, why did I ever think about that before? Like, oh. mm-hmm. And then, see, since I've heard that being said, the number of times I've been listening to podcasts or reading books and that same message has come up, 
mm-hmm. emotions are like the way they are they come and go you just need to let them feel and I'm like really why and it's I wonder have I just have I been reading these things and hearing these things but it hasn't registered because you know how it's that you don't know until you don't know that you don't know okay. exactly. and then somebody switches on and you're like this message has been around me all the time mm-hmm. and I just didn't see it or I just didn't hear it because you're not ready to hear it or not ready mm-hmm. to see it or deal with it or whatever it is definitely I I'd agree with that like you have to be open to it for sure like because mm-hmm. you're probably still distracting yourself as well like yeah. not realizing but mm-hmm. no I like that I'm going to put that in the yellow square <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yay. <laughs> I'm it. Oh, that's so good! I'm excited. <laughs> I'll share it everywhere. <laughs> what do you think has been the most challenging part of isolation? Um, I think helplessness. Uh, because it helps us across the board. Like you're, if you've got, and a lot of us do, like older relatives and stuff like that, um, or for people who are carers, or anybody who's vulnerable and they're not getting access to these same people that they've seen every day for a certain amount of time, like that's part of their routine that helps them live their lives. Like I think like when you watch that be taken away for some people, it's really, really sad, so you feel helpless. Um, and then people like yourself as well like the small business world like and the local businesses that they've literally just everything's just came to a standstill and they don't know for a time there like what was going to happen and this is their livelihood and how does everything sit with them like financially and that's going to trigger a lot of emotions as well like for Mm. and their mental health and stuff like that so again you're watching all this stuff because you can see it through social media and what have you and you feel helpless because you think god what's going to happen to these people who's going to help these people um and then just the the pandemic itself like the strangest thing about this whole situation is that to to be useful is to keep yourself away from everybody else and everybody's natural instinct when there's an emergency or a crisis state is to put yourself out there and go and help so it's weird so I think it's probably that just like the sense of helplessness in the situation even though you're doing whatever it is you can do which is nothing pretty much because you're not allowed (laughs) so strange but um I think it's that like that's been hard just when you watch the news and like and I had to stop watching the news right because I think it's important obviously to keep up to date know what's going on and all that kind of a thing and I'm all for that but I always think like or sometimes in these situations or when there's like a worldwide thing or there's like a massive like focus or whatever happening in the media like I don't know what word to use to describe it because things are pretty bleak and things are pretty grim, so I don't want to take away from that. Yeah. But it's like, everything's sort of sensationalised, I suppose, a wee bit. I mean, this is a big deal and everybody's totally aware of like, what a big deal it is. But say there's been like 90% of positive things that happened that day, the media has really blown up the 10% of terrible things that have happened that day, so you don't always yeah. see the good stuff. So I think, um, like, I, I had to just for my sanity stop tuning in every single day or refreshing your screen or whatever to find out what the latest thing was because 
it was so negative that you were just like drained, totally drained, um, which doesn't add to your feelings of helplessness if that's the kind of position that you're in. So I I went through last week, I think, I was looking at um, happy news, like online and stuff like that, just to balance out all the real life stuff that's going on and all the terrible things that are happening that you want to be aware of because you want to know and see if there is anything you can do to help. But um, but just balance that with some good stuff. like, And there was a good one, like Gemma uh, Johnson from, she does like vegan foodie Gem. I don't know. Yeah, love Gemma. Yeah, she's brilliant. So nice. She sent me a link to, no, I can't remember what it was called. It wasn't Happy News, but it was something like that. But it's John Krasinski from The Office. Uh, he played Jim and uh, Steve Carell as his guest on it or whatever and he's just sharing like some happy news like in this whole COVID-19 thing or whatever um, and then they talk about the office and stuff like that and I'm a pure office obsessed <laughs> so I was like ah! Mm-hmm. 
there's no new information. There's nothing else being shared here. Mm-hmm. Need something else going into our brain. Mm-hmm. And then when other things have happened, they then speak to somebody who might have been a witness to something but never really saw it. Aye. And they're just wanting their opinion on it. It's like, they don't know. Uh-huh. What's it all about? Yeah, mm-hmm. And then you see as well, nowadays, um, I've just reopened a new Twitter account because my old Twitter feed was just full of nonsense I didn't want to see mm-hmm. and rather than trying to sit and delete things I was like oh, just fresh start it mm-hmm. but you when you would see the newspapers taking people's tweets and that's what they were broadcasting their news from was again somebody's Twitter. opinion or somebody's version of an event mm-hmm. and I'm like this is not news this is mm-hmm. not I, know. I think like before this whole uh, before this whole situation that we're in, like I was the same, like trying to take the news or whatever with a pinch of salt. But the last time like, I had the concentrated effort of looking through stuff was because I was pissed off, and it was when it was the whole, like, um, like the tragedy, like with Caroline Flack, and I thought, now there's a terrible situation in itself, right? And so they have the opportunity to report on what a terrible situation that is, um. And just about mental health stats and like awareness and they could possibly make a difference in that. But I just remember at that time, like I was getting so mad because every headline was like, it was telling you about our suicide and then very quickly it was putting in unlucky in love, Caroline Flack. And then it was listing all these like famous people or whoever that she'd been in a relationship with. And I remember just flicking through each, like clicking in different news things and all that and thinking, what the hell has that girl's relationship, personal life, got to do with the fact that she's just did this? Like, and people can assume that maybe it's because of the things, because I know there was a lot going on with our relationship in the media, right? But maybe people are linking it like that. But I don't think that that has any relevance. Like, uh, like our past 10 boyfriends or something like that has got no relevance on what's actually happening. And it just yeah. drove me mad, because I thought, it's pure clickbait. You want to just put a name out there so people will click and they'll come to your thing and they'll read whatever it is and it's pure shite because it's taken away from the fact that this is a massive tragedy that just didn't need to happen. Like, yeah. But you're concentrating on a bunch of like salacious gossip. Like, oh, did you know that she went out with this person? And did you know that she went out with that person? And I'm like, like that's just yeah. fucked up. I, who Nobody cares? cares who I used to go out with. I know. My God, please do not drag up anybody I've been with. I'm just like that. Like, I mean, for fuck's sake. And I just think, and I remember putting something out of the time as well, which is just like, imagine if everybody's dirty laundry was just aired out there. Like, do you think we'd all be walking about a sane mind knowing that everybody knew all your secrets or like your relationship history? We would now. We would be fucking losing our mind like this. The stuff no everybody doesn't want everybody to know do you know what I mean that's why we have yeah. personal lives like so I just felt this shit because I was like you were she was robbed of that and there was this horrible situation and then people are capitalizing on a love life after it and I'm like oh, no that's fucked up and yeah. I thought I'm done done with that and then you keep away from the media and all that and then like this like something massive worldwide blows up which none of us could have predicted. Yeah. And kind of drawn back into it again. So I haven't a purpose to see yourself to take a few steps back and just now get involved in it because you drive yourself crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think when I'm looking for information, like when you, you know when you go on to Google, it, on my phone it tells you 
it's almost like what's trending with what the most recent searches are. So sometimes I have a real through and then I'll maybe click on the name of something and then I consciously look to see where the sources are coming from. So if it's just a mm. newspaper, if it's the Express, the Daily Mail or whatever, I will not click Aye. on that link to get more information. Mm-hmm. Like you're not fucking getting any advertising money from my click. Not mm-hmm. a chance. <laughs> like, who, who, who do I trust? <laughs> <laughs> Is this information something I actually want to know about? And just mm-hmm. having that awareness so that you are more conscious about mm-hmm. before you click on something, just take a moment to go, right, what is this What is this headline trying to get me to think or feel? Mm-hmm. Do I need that in my life? Is this going to add value to my life? Is it going to add genuine proper information to my life mm-hmm. yes or no okay i'll stay away or i'll find another source that i want to mm-hmm. allow to get revenue from my click aye definitely mm-hmm. a good way to look at it <laughs> going to do that <laughs> anything else you want to say or share <laughs> <laughs> um no, I don't know. I was just looking forward to any chat, so right. Chats are always good. I know. Particularly when you're in isolation. <laughs> you're like, Hi, hi people. Like, I was saying the other day, somebody like I hate, like genuinely hate like, see, even right now, like, the fact that somebody might see this or whatever, that makes me die inside, right? Because I hate being on a video or talking on an Instagram or whatever. And I avoided it for such a long time. And then sometimes there was things I was like, oh, can't, you're just better just saying it. Just say it, like, quickly video yourself and say it or whatever. And then this week, obviously, like, doing the Insta Lives and whatever on your own right, because I was like, there's some people that other people might want to hear from you and it could be a bit of fun and all that stuff in the grand scheme of all this misery. I was like, that would be good. So force myself to do that. Um but it's it doesn't come easy. Like it's so uncomfortable like to be to put yourself out there like that. I can't actually remember what my original point was. I've totally lost my train of thought. So <laughs> what was I going to say about that? You were talking about something that you really hate. And then you were talking about being not liking being on video. Right, so that's that's the thing that I really, really hate. I think that's it. I can't remember what my actual point was, though. That's terrible. Um, <laughs> so I'll just spit it and say, uh, putting yourself out there and doing things that you don't want to do um, to make yourself feel a wee bit better. No, I think this was it. Um, like when you're in isolation and you don't really have a choice because you can't get like the face-to-face contact or like proper communication with anybody. So... Yeah. Um, to talk to people or to take part in stuff or to keep up your health and fitness routine and all that is things like Zoom and like FaceTiming and using Instagram or whatever. Um, even although, like, for somebody like me, like, I hate that. I hate the fact that you can see me sitting here like this, Jen. <laughs> I hate the fact the other day my PT could see me absolutely sweating to death and could hear me just going, because <gasps> we didn't have any music. And I was like, this is fucking terrible. And I hate the fact that I'm on Instagram. Like, hi, guys. Like, I just all like that. But I think, um, I like, looking at the positives of doing the kind of a things, trying to keep some sense of normality. And we'll say that was my point because fuck knows where I was going with that. I can't remember <laughs> what I was talking about. <laughs> I think when you're on camera, you're definitely way more conscious about yourself. And when I'm watching, 
like when I was listening to you and Mark talking last night, I wasn't thinking about anything other than the words that you were saying mm-hmm. and what a nice top that is that she's wearing. <laughs> that's, <laughs> but that's what it's really interesting when you look at how people connect with each other and how people react to each other. When you see somebody, you are drawn to whatever you are most attracted to in that person. You're, mm-hmm. You never look at somebody and be like, if they get, if they get flawed skin, are their eyelashes all right? Is their hair all right? <laughs> if they get any spots in their face, you're like, oh my God, look at that person's smile. Oh my God, look at that person's mm-hmm. eyes. Oh my God, look at that person's energy. And you're really drawn or mm-hmm. repelled by somebody's energy mm-hmm. and presence rather than anything else. But us as people get so caught up in all those other things. Oh, oh. Forget about myself apart. Honestly, I'm like, oh, I hate myself. <laughs> It's terrible, absolutely terrible. <laughs> the world works. Like, I was like, I'd put that, I'm terrible with tech, right? But I'd like tried, I finished that live last night and I went, it didn't say it says save and I thought it would say save, right? But it said share, so it went to my stories. Yeah. And I was like, all right, maybe you save it for stories. But then I realised you could then. I thought, oh, well, that's fine. It's just on a story or whatever in case anybody missed it and they want to hear what Mark was saying, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then I don't know if it was something added or whatever, but then it disappeared off Instagram. And then I was like that. Oh, thank fuck. Thank fuck it's not on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and people were like, what is that? I, I knew that you were going to put it on the story or I thought you were going to say yeah. it. And I was like, well, to be honest with you, I, mean, I did think that it was there. I mean, genuinely thought it was there. It was there for a wee while because yeah. I could see it. I went, and I thought, oh, people might look at that again. But then I went, I don't know what happened to it. And then I felt a huge sense of relief because I was like, oh, thank God people would see me. <laughs> You know, it was a really good conversation. I have a feel. Can I don't know if you can put it into your highlights. Cause you know how if you go onto your highlights and it shows you all the stories that you've done, even ones that you've deleted off your phone, there's still somewhere in an archive. So I don't know if it's in that right. you can put it in as a highlight. So check right. there. Uh-huh. Um, I have a feeling like I remember on my old phone when I I did a couple of lives and I had it in the settings that when you did a live, that it automatically saved to your phone. Oh. So maybe before you do the next one, checking your okay, settings yeah. to see if you can get it so that you've at least got a hard copy and then mm-hmm. you can put it wherever you want to put it to share it um, more widely. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I, can't, yeah, I can't remember how you watch lives back. I know when I've been on people's stories before, it will show you the stories and then there's like almost the screen split really lightly at the bottom and one of the sides says live and you can normally press on that uh-huh. to see whatever their live was for the tw- same yeah. 24 hours. Um, um, I, I didn't see that on yours when I was going to, when I was looking at your stories mm-hmm. this morning. I so it was it wasn't there this morning, although last night, like just after it, it was there probably for another twenty minutes, thirty minutes or something like that. It was like that. Yeah. You could see story uh, I story and live or whatever the options were. And then it just it wasn't there and I was like, all right, okay. <laughs> obviously as well because when I went to start it I'd sent the request button to Mark right or the yep. request whatever press the button sent the request to Mark and I don't know if it was a connection or whatever but the button just kept like fading and then he was messaging me like on my phone because I was doing it through my iPad he was messaging my phone and he's like I'm not getting it and I'm like that oh so for what felt like an eternity it's just me at the camera like that 
don't know what's happening, guys. And I was like, oh, for God's sake, this is terrible. People are like, hi, hi. And I'm like, oh, my God. I felt like such a knob. I was like, I can't do this. This is terrible. Oh. I think, see, if you, if you start, if you watch more people's lives, the number of times that you see it, and for the, the first five minutes, they're just sitting there looking at their screen, watching, <laughs> watching people coming on, or doing their makeup, or brushing their hair, or getting dressed. I was watching one, I, I went on to allow, watch, start to watch this girl's live one day, and she's like, literally in her underwear, getting dressed. And oh then standing back and looking at herself and posing. And then I'm like, how the fuck am I watching this? this <laughs> what? What? What is this? Are you sure that was a live gem? Are you sure that was something else? <laughs> <laughs> I was me recording myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I, yeah, I really wouldn't worry about trying to set up the technology side of lives when you're going on live because... There are other people out there doing stranger things. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> thank God for that. <laughs> so um, you're only on Instagram, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. year, Y-E-R underscore, right. All right. All right, that's it. I will put the link to that in the show notes. Thank you. Thank you very much, Jim. Titan. Um, right, I'm going to finish the recording and then we can have another wee chat after so thank you very much for being on the podcast <laughs> thanks for asking me <laughs> thanks for listening and remember to leave a review and subscribe over on iTunes or SoundCloud and check out what's going on at iamjenwilson.com or head over to Instagram and give us a follow just following iam.jenwilson.com